Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole, and today I'm dishing with my friend, Sydney on five random things. But first, a little catching up. Well, Sydney, nobody knows you. Tell us about you and what update us on life. I'm Sydney. I've been friends with Nicole for about a year now, and I am a working mom. I have two little kids. Our oldest are in the same grade together. Um, I have a seven and a half year old and a almost four year old son daughter and son. And, um, yeah, I, I work all week and I'm trying to find a way to not do that, but it's not working out so well. So here I am. And what about life? Like what's it's it's late August, early September, by the time this comes out, what's going on in early September? I'm still soaking up every ounce of summer that we have left. So any boating pool, lake beach opportunities, I'm all for that. Otherwise, I'm kind of secretly looking forward to hoodies and campfires and everything fall, but I don't want to rush it. And we're going on a family vacay together. Your husband's planning the trip. We're going up north. I have no idea what we're going to do, but it's going to be fun. Harley's coming with us if she's still here. (laughs) She'll still be here. She will definitely still be here. And yes, my husband is likes to take the reins on vacations. So he is trying to plan some activities that will be suffice for some littles, also fun for adults. So it should be fun. Little chill, low-key weekend, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, by the time this comes out, our kids will be starting school in just a pinch of days and our kids aren't in the same class. But yes, we are proud second grade parents. And uh, other than that, yeah, soaking up summer, nothing else new here, but let's jump into five random things. And when I thought about doing this episode, because Gina and I love doing them, I thought there is no better person to do this episode with than Sydney. Um, Hopefully she shows us her her, her humor today. All right. Before we jump into five random things, uh, just a quick favor to ask, since you love this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us, and they really help us reach more people. So we'd appreciate it so, so much. And kicking us off, Sydney, what is your first random whatever you want to share today that we're going to discuss? My first random thing is I've been listening to a lot of your self-care series on your podcast, and you've heavily influenced me in the beauty regime, and it's a lot with aging. I'm trying to age backwards. I'm trying to find out all the things to do, what not to do, what I should have been doing 20 years ago, but never did. So um, I'm trying to just stay healthy and live forever. So that includes like all the serums, like during 2020, I stopped wearing makeup because I wasn't going to work. So I bought everything skincare. So I was all about serums and masks and anything to make myself look younger. And I mean, I'm still working on it, but I think I look better. Like my face looks better, I think, than what it did when I was in my 20s, for sure. 
Okay, follow-up question to that. What is your... We talked about skincare two episodes ago. One episode ago? Two episodes... One episode ago. What is your skincare routine? In the morning, I use a cleanser. Uh, I use CeraVe. My dermatologist recommended CeraVe or La Roche-Posay. I guess La Roche-Posay is a the same company, but they're like a higher level than CeraVe. And then I use a vitamin C serum. And then I use the La Roche moisturizer with SPF 30 in it. And then at night, I use another the same cleanser. And then I use a toner to get any residual makeup off or like a micellar water. And then I do use the tretinoin cream that Gina was talking about that I get prescribed, but I actually put it with my moisturizer. I use a little pea size amount and then a pump or two of my moisturizer and put that on together. You guys sound complicated. All right. Thank you. All right. My first random is inspired by you. And it is the fact that anyone over the age of four who routinely naps is annoying to me. I find it extremely annoying on the weekends when I want to hang out with people and kids. I get it. They got a nap. But adults on a beautiful if you want to nap when it's crappy out or raining or I'm looking at you, but you cannot nap on a beautiful day. It's wait. We get like three days a year that are beautiful. You cannot sleep during them. We get more than three days and I can sometimes not function without a nap. So especially if we have something going on later in the evening, like a Saturday, for instance, I get up. I don't like to waste my time. We need to get up, get going. But then it's like, yeah, one, two o'clock. I need to take a little nap. And if we're going out later, if I want to be coherent, I need to take a nap. And a nap is not 20 minutes. A nap is like, one and a half to two hours. Waste of time. There's just so little weekend time where I'm not at work or parenting. I don't know. I just wouldn't spend it napping. But in fairness, I don't require the level of sleep that you or my husband do. And so maybe it's just I'm annoyed by the fact that some of the closest people in my life sleep a lot. They're like little hibernating bears and it leaves me to, leaves me lonely on the weekends. Uh, but yes, I... Napping has just always left me feeling like hungover when I get up. It's like failure to launch. I'm like, like my engine will not turn over the rest of the day. So that's my thing on napping. Okay. Random thing. Number two, what you got? Uh, We are going to Disney in October and we've had the help of a Disney travel agent, which I don't think I would have been able to do without her. But at the same time, it's just, I've never been in my life. I'm 37 years old. I've never been to Disney in my life. And they nickel and dime you the entire way. Everything is like extra. Anything that she asks if I want, of course, it's extra. So I'm just, I think the hope is, is that we get a lot of this stuff paid for and out of the way before we go. We go in October. So by the time we get there, I don't know. I'm hoping it's going to be free by that time. I don't know. I'll have nothing else to pay for. But I'm, I was fully anticipating an expensive trip, but I just, didn't know the magnitude of it. And I, I think I'm still going to be a little shocked when I get there. But I'm trying to have low expectations, especially with two little kids, and just try to go with the flow. And I know you're anti-Disney, but I do think you should go at some point. 
because it's a magical place. I am a little anti-Disney. It's just so expensive to your point. Okay. We did a whole episode. Gina talked about planning her trip to Disney and it sounds like she did a lot of similar or you are doing a lot. She went first. I don't know if you listened to the episode, but run us through kind of like your key planning. I don't know, tactics, like where you're staying and kind of your rationale on parks and all that. We are staying at the Beach Club, which is on property. And we were sold on this. A, talk to a million friends have gone and kind of narrowed down everybody's opinion. But they have a uh, sand bottom pool and we were just sold on the actual resort. And we want to kind of alternate our days of relaxing and having park days because I know it's going to be extreme. We're going to be getting up very early and going, going, going all day long. And, but we're leaving on a Saturday, going to the park on Sunday and then kind of hanging out around the property. Monday is a park day. Tuesday is a pool day. Wednesday, Thursday are each park days. But then you got park hoppers and genie passes and a genie plus and a lightning pass. And I'm like, I I have, I don't, what does that do? What does that mean? If I don't get it, what does that mean? Like, what, where am I? And then there's um another package to take pictures, pictures for your family. That costs money. So you walk into the park and it, I think you use your magic band. You know, everything's magic. So you do your magic band and then it's supposed to take a picture of you at each park. So then I guess you're not in charge of taking your own pictures. Like you don't have that obligation, like cumbersome. I don't know. And then we rented a stroller because we got, I don't have a double stroller and I know I have a seven-year-old, but I know we're going to be going like 12 hours. I mean, someone's going to get tired. I'm not carrying anybody. So we rented a stroller at the advice of the travel agent because I heard that with the ice cream and all the snacks, like the stroller is going to get gross. Let me just throw it out there that anytime there is a stop for alcohol, I'm going to be grabbing a frozen drink. And then going along, and I am not a ride person, but I have a, he'll be four before we go. So I, he's going to be my buddy. We're going to be doing all the tame little rides and, or we'll just sit it out, just him and I, and we'll have a snack while Kurt and Riley go on the, on the ride, the big ones. Cause I, I won't do that. I think that double stroller is going to be for you. Mostly cause you need an app, not the alcohol. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's nodding her head just so you know. Um, and P.S., uh, just just a little break to say we're drinking a Charles and Charles Rosé while we podcast and it's pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK, you, you agree. OK, now earmuffs or mute or forward, fast forward for my next one, because it's a little it's a little yucky. And it was inspired by our trip to Bora Bora where my luggage was way overweight and I needed to figure out what I was going to do because unfortunately I was going to um, be experiencing my monthly miracle at that time. And so I, I saved the uh, saved the luggage space by packing uh, all the feminine products I would need. And I took a diva cup with me. And it's funny because it seems like whether it's book club or our friends group that's getting together, it seems like periods always come up. Like we love to talk about like our period solutions and I figured, well, there's no better way than not having another option to figure out how to use a freaking diva cup. And I will say, our friend said it best, probably, that there's a huge learning curve. 
but I do appreciate the option of using a diva cup. I'm like a 50 50 on it. I have to like be in the mood to deal with it, but I am reducing my waste by using it sometimes, I think. So I'm, I'm like a like a 60% diva cupper. I don't know. Do you have any? Co- I know you're a diva cupper. Do you, do you have any comments about diva cups? I'm a big fan. I thought it was funny when I went to go purchase it and it was like before childbirth and after childbirth size. Like that's the gauge. Or was it by age? I think it was by childbirth. I mean, obviously we know why. Um, but the reason why I first used it is because I was I had a light flow, but I was going swimming and I couldn't wear like a panty liner in the pool. And so it was just enough. Like, I'm like, I need something, but I don't need a tampon. So I used the Diva Cup and I have to admit the first time or two, it was a little uncomfortable. I don't think I had it in right because I could feel it. But then after that, it's like no big deal. I put it in. I literally wear it for 12 hours. I could probably wear it longer. Because again, I'm on the pill, so I'm not like huge. It's 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 not a lot coming out there, but um, I only need it for a few days, and I don't know. I do feel a little bit. I'm not a huge, you know, tree hugger here, but I I do appreciate the fact that it's less waste, and you know, you're put there's chemicals in a tampon that you're putting in your body, so this is just silicone cup. I find it very convenient. Yeah, I think for one of me, the selling points is the fact that it can stay in a little bit longer, maybe because I have the the plus size version for people who have given vaginal births. Um, I don't know what we call that, that, that diva cup size. But yeah, I think the insertion, it can be a little awkward and uncomfortable. But once you get it down, it, it, it's, it's a it's a skill. Um, Got to learn it, I guess. But I, I, I will just say if you're on the fence and the other driver was tampons are so expensive. Every time I went to buy them, I was like, this is bananas. It was just an obscene cost. And I just figured it was a cost savings thing too. So anyway, Diva Cup. Oh, and in 12 hours, like I can go a solid amount. Oh, she's she's motioning for the mic. And Diva Cup is a name brand. So there's other cups available that are not Diva Cup, but there are other like menstrual cups. Like there's some that are different shapes too. So if one doesn't work or one's not comfortable, that doesn't mean you know, you have to buy the actual diva cup. Yeah. I think the key is like it works on a suction to keep it in there. And then you need a a pulley to get it back out of there to break that suction. This is a real attractive conversation. I know, but uh, if you're on the fence, give it a shot. I think it's, it's worth, um, it's worth attempting. here. All right. Passing the mic for number three with Sydney. Okay. Anybody that knows me knows that I like my fair share of TV and I am a reality TV junkie and I love Jeff Lewis who had a, he has a podcast, which I found him on Spotify. So he has a serious radio show. He's on radio Andy, but I never, I don't have serious, so I could never listen to him. Well, now he's on Spotify and I'm super excited because now I can listen to him every week. And he had a reality show on Bravo. I watch everything Bravo and it's called flipping out, but it's no longer running, but he now has a show on freebie. I should totally get some kickback for promoting him, but he's, he's this, he's awesome. He's funny. He's a gay interior designer. He flips houses. He's just, he's hilarious. He was just talking about, it was funny because I was listening to yours and Gina's podcast about self-care and, you know, 
the face, like dermatology. And like he was just talking about this morning. This is my Monday. This is how busy I am. In the background, I'm listening to Jeff Lewis talk about his like skincare thing that he's getting and his fillers and his Botox because he's in his 50s. So he's got to keep it light and fresh because he always likes to date younger, younger men. So love younger people (laughs) and Botox. Okay, have to give it a listen. Hmm. All right. I have nothing to add because I I know nobody popular. Cool. No, nobody popular. (laughs) Bethany Frankel no I don't know Bethany (laughs) all right okay my third one is actually I I had you on the brain when I was I was coming up with my randoms at the age of 37 I am for the first time ever using high quality hair products and Sydney you and I went on a date recently to Cosmoprof I don't even know if that's a chain don't know what it is but it's it's a chain okay she's good but it's a salon product salon quality product you have to have a license we don't have a license how do we go oh we have friends okay sorry (laughs) oh got it got it okay I didn't I didn't know it was like an inside scoop kind of situation okay hopefully we're not in trouble but okay so we went to this place where (laughs) you can (laughs) get high quality hair products and I ended up purchasing a couple different ones And I think the one that I'm most in love with is Moroccan oil, which is probably not news to anybody. Okay, maybe some people listening to the show, but maybe maybe not so many people. And I will say it's made a difference in my hair and I've gotten a couple different things, some purple shampoos. I forget the name of that. Joico. Thank you. Joico purple shampoo, um, because I'm always going for that kind of ashier blonde look to take out the the coppery. I don't know what we call that, but coppery kind of stuff out of my hair, which is definitely the direction it goes. But just using high quality hair products has seemed to make a difference. And then it's not only my hair that I have to deal with on a daily basis, but also two little adorable girls who have a ton of hair, a ton, a literal ton of hair. And it's crazy. And so we've started to use um, the hydration Moroccan oil on them. And it's it seems to have really made a difference and it smells fantastic. So I have you to thank for my hair product, a clarifying shampoo, all this stuff that I had no freaking idea and I still don't. So just please continue continue to tell me what to do with my hair and that would be great. So high quality hair products. I am noticing a difference. So, all right. Number four. Oh, geez. Okay. So I said that um, my youngest is going to be four. So I'm just kind of missing the baby stage recently. Um, just seen some moms out. We went to the fair we had some other outings, you know, just seeing other babies around. It's kind of making me like miss it a little bit, but not enough to have one. But just just like a smidge. Um, I'm looking forward to so my four year old will be have another year of preschool and then he'll be in young fives next year. So I have one more year of like a full time daycare payment. So I just feel like I'm towards the finish line. But then again, I see that little tiny little chubby baby or I look at the history like my photos from last year like 10 you know not 10 years ago six years ago when Riley was you know a year old and I'm thinking oh my gosh she was so cute but it was just so hard talk about naps I mean the baby stage you're doing two naps a day because you got a morning nap and an afternoon nap like your whole life is just put on hold until because I was kind of a stickler when it came to nap time and feeding and 
a schedule. I mean, I still am, but I mean, we're just kind of getting into that spot where we're able to loosen it up a little bit and I'm loving that, but still kind of missing my chubby little babies. Yes, I had children younger than a lot of my other friends. Okay, so here's a book rack because I think a lot of parents can resonate with the fact that infancy is so hard. <laughs> Not even infancy, infancy, year one, two, three. It's it's hard, especially in those early days, but that you look back and you're like, it, like it, I can't even remember how hard it was. Okay, so here's a book rack. Uh, my OG book club is reading it this month. It's called I'll Show Myself Out by Jesse Klein. And it's available on Libby. If you're a local, um, get in line behind me because I have it out right now. But um, it's a series of short stories about motherhood. And she basically is saying how motherhood is heroic. Yeah, super timely because Mark and I were just laying in bed last night and he was just saying like time flies. I don't know if you can currently talk about that, but it just seems almost like time goes faster. I don't think he think. I don't know. I haven't really asked him about that. You should, but there, you're in a survival mode. I feel like for so long that you're just trying to get through each day. And now I'm thinking like she's going to be in second grade and this is his last year of preschool. And it's just kind of hard to believe. Like I've literally everything that they're getting done using. I sell on Facebook marketplace or like I give away to another friend and I just, I don't have a lot of their, if any baby stuff left. Cause I'm just a purger, but, um, I just, she's like getting too big for me to hold, you know? And I just take every moment I can to just snuggle her because she's kind of like, mom, get off of me. So that's where I'm at right now. When Piper's on my lap at night, cause it's usually her it, my legs go numb. Like, I can't. It's like, it's like a, not a, a small child. Like, it's it's a larger child now sitting on me. Like, I, like I'm a lounge chair. I start to go numb after a while. Uh, it Motherhood is a total trip for sure. Parenthood, whateverhood, um, raising childrenhood. It's, it's a trip. All right. My number four is also related to kids, but older kids. And I can't relate at all to this age group because when I was this age, I didn't have a cell phone, but teens and texting it. I have multiple issues. One is it's like a skill. Like how do you text this forever long paragraph also in three seconds, only using your thumbs? Like it's just like speedy how and they can do it like without looking. I don't know. It's just crazy to me. But okay, how you can say a text message without actually saying anything. Like I get text messages from like babysitters and, and I'm like, what did you just say? Like you said a lot of words, but I don't know what that means. And also way more of an annoyance is if I ask you on a Wednesday, hey, are you available like Friday night to babysit? It would be helpful if you responded like, soonish so that I can go on to the next person like waiting 36 hours like oh sorry I didn't see this be freaking ass like don't even like you are on that phone all the time do not do not play that game with me and honestly I will use and we pay pretty good money for babysitters and we will feed you regularly and I mean that literally and figuratively so I it just annoys me with teens to not respond to a text message as if they don't have full access to their phones all the time they know they do. I don't know. Just if you're a teen and listening, 
please respond timely, even even if it's to say, hey, I'm not sure. Let me check with my mom or let me see if the car is available or I might have plans with friends. Feel free to try somebody else first or just be considerate, I guess, of the person who's trying to pay you because it it goes both ways, I guess you could say. Do you have any comments on this? I know you guys don't use sitters as much as us, but any... I feel the same. I think it's kind of a first come first serve. So if you give to me, if I text you in the morning and it's later that night and you haven't responded, you know, I'm going to start texting other people depending on how much time I have until I need the sitter. But if you don't respond and someone else does, then it's just kind of like you snooze, you lose. Because, I mean, I we have our favorites. Obviously, you always text your favorite first, but then you go the next in line and... I don't know. I don't get it either because I mean, I have my phone on me a lot, but they have it. I mean, they're glued to their phone. I mean, that's their lifeline. So it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't respond other than. Is is it like we're like another mom or something like another try to think I'm cool, but I don't know. I don't know why they don't. You and I talked about it at one point, I think because we were probably trying to go out together and you were like on to the next person. And I think that's actually a good approach. I've also, also thought like, hmm, do I just start like a group chat? Like create some friendly competition here. I know with our, we have a rental property and Mark used to set up like individual appointments with, with people, similar yet the same. And then people would no show and it just became this really time consuming thing. And what he started to do was just like open house almost for a rental. Like, oh, you're interested in renting this unit? Please show up at this time for the open house. And it was like all these people would swarm and it was almost like, the the gotta get it now, like the pressure force people into a decision. I mean, that's I know slightly different to commit to a year lease than it is to like a Saturday night, but it still is like hmm, some some pressure, some urgency might be might be a healthy kind of balance. I was just thinking, what if they're like, well, maybe something better will come up on Saturday night. Maybe I don't want to babysit. Maybe so and so is going to have a party, and they're just trying to get all their ducks in a row first. But then I'm thinking, look how much money they're making to, yes, you got to watch a bunch of brats for a couple hours, but then you watch TV or you play on your phone and it's just, it's quiet, right? I mean, after 8.30, it's it's a free-for-all. So I don't know, to, I want it, I would want the money. I guess it depends how bad you need it, right? Did you just call my children brats? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> Um, yeah, if we were out till two o'clock in the morning, first of all, there's nowhere here of open till two o'clock in the morning. We live in small town, Michigan, but yeah, I'm going to be home by like 10 o'clock or, and I know these girls, we have one babysitter. She's like, oh yeah, I'm going over to my friends. I'm like, really? It's 1030. She's like, oh yeah, I don't go to bed till four. I'm like, oh, okay. Like apparently curfews are, yeah, it's summer or was summer at least. I don't know. Moral of the point, moral of the story being just communicate. Like if you don't know, you don't know, and that's fine. But consider the other person's shoes, I guess, is all. So, all right, number five. Number five is like we're out of COVID, but we're still kind of in COVID. I don't really know what we are right now. I mean, more so out than in. But so the first two years, my Riley, my oldest, went to kindergarten in 2020, in the fall of 2020, which was the height of COVID, right? Um, And I was fortunate enough to be able to work from home. And we live very, very, very close to the elementary school. So we 
walked over. I took her to school every morning. I picked her up every afternoon and it was kind of special. And well, it was special to me. And I guess my point is, is that I'm back in the office as of this past April. So I spent two years working from home. So I'm kind of sad that this fall she'll be full time on the bus. She's not sad at all. She likes riding the bus. Um, I don't think she it means as much to her as it did to me. But um, I like to be in the know of the school because, you know, it's it's your, if you've seen bad moms, I mean, it's it's not totally like that. But I mean, there's a group of moms that are there every morning and every afternoon picking up. And I'm just I'm not going to be in that loop anymore. So um, I'm going to have to. Yeah, I have to rely on my my neighbors who are still able to do that. But um, I guess this is more of a quote unquote normal year. I mean, we have absolutely no masks. We started with masks last year and then they went away. And now, I mean, there hasn't been any talk about anything COVID related. So I guess we're back to pre-COVID. I don't know. Yeah, I I won't. We won't talk about where you work. Basically, I think a lot of your stuff, too, is like you are a person who can work fully remote. And I think some of your frustration is just like, why am I back in the office? Is that fair to say? Do you want to say more? (laughs) No, (laughs) but you can work fully remote and you prove that you were home for two years, didn't miss a beat. And now you're back five days a week, which does just kind of seem crazy. I don't know. I I have to assume that that's going to change. Once I just the job market is different. It's just it's it's different. People who are leaving organizations around here, they're not moving. They're they're staying and they're taking virtual work. I don't know. Do you want to say anything? I mean, I don't want to go too much into detail. It's just that I I can work fully remote. It's just the company I work for, I think, wants people in house and they want to be able to see people, even though really they don't see me, to be honest with you. Like no one's coming to my office that often, but, um, I'm, I'm coming to terms with it. They are flexible in the sense that if needed, I I can work from home. Whereas before COVID, we literally got laptops a week before shutdown. I mean, that wasn't even, we didn't even have a laptop before that. That was not even a thing. I'm, I remember calling in sick and trying to, you know, log in from my phone and I'm having to like, you know, zoom in and I can't even really, I can, kind of answer the question, but I can't because I can't log into our system. So it it was just archaic, I guess. But um, so, yes, we have more capabilities now. It is more flexible in that sense, but it, it's it's definitely we want you here mentality. Yeah, more of a traditional company for sure. And being healthcare, I'm I'm there a lot. And even healthcare is like flexible virtual, my work anyway, because we don't always have to touch somebody. Uh, we, we, we do touch people a lot, but not always. All right. My last random is really a confirmation. After last weekend, we were doing some back to school shopping. Unbeknownst to me, it was the move in weekend for um, Notre Dame. What is it? St. Mary's and Holy Cross. I don't know. All the colleges and stuff in South Bend. So we decided to go to South Bend and do some retail therapy on a rainy day. Because honestly, next to napping, shopping or being indoors on on like a weekend that's beautiful is like also a waste of time. Okay. So it was rainy. We first went to Target. 
And <laughs> Mark was commenting on apparently it's like a thing to wear black underwear with like a white skirt. And he's <laughs> walking around Target going, oh, my gosh, this is my future. <laughs> like just having girls dressed arguably inappropriately walking around with their dads uh, who are I mean, they're not even of legal drinking age. And he was just finding the irony and like, oh, my God, this is my this is going to be my life. OK, glad I have a couple of years. OK, so that was number one. You'd also think they were giving everything away for free. Not as bad as all the places we went next, but Target was just bonkers busy. The shoe section, it's like, oh, these are cute. Oh, there's one size. Is there a, is there a shoe person here? Probably not. OK, move on to the next. OK, whatever. So it was a little chaotic. Um, and our schools start really late. So even the school supplies were really picked over. I just wasn't if if I wanted a pumpkin spice latte, I might have gotten it like an hour ago. The line was so long. I mean, it was just nuts. OK, so then we're like, whoo, what don't we have in our little town? And that was Chick-fil-A. So then we go to Chick-fil-A. There is a double wide drive through at Chick-fil-A so packed you can't even get in to park. And I'm like, OK, this is crazy. Like not a Chick-fil-A goer. Like, OK, it must be free today. I don't know what's going on. So we get inside the building and it's like wrapped like through the zigzaggy like fast food ordering line. I don't even I what's the way I don't know. Um, So we wait our 20 minutes in line to order our Chick-fil-A. Our little vegetarian Shay ended up with her <laughs> Greek yogurt parfait and French fries. I'm like, okay, I couldn't sell the kale salad. But yeah, OK, so we we do that. We get our Chick-fil-A. Um, I didn't realize you had to order the special sauce. I thought it just like came with a special sauce. I, I, I you're looking at me like, who are you? I, Oh, okay. I, I don't Chick-fil-A often. So, OK, learning curve there. OK, so we get our then we show up to Costco. Costco is so busy. There are three lines to check out that reach the back of the store, like the back wall of the store. So we get halfway through shopping and I'm like, Mark, this is bananas. I'm getting in line. And so I get in line and the girls are running around getting samples because they, in addition to never having been to Target or Chick-fil-A. They've also never been to Costco, I don't think. So they they were, I know, I know, I know they're sheltered kids. And then Mark was running around getting like our spin drift and all the things that we normally like to stock up on. Yeah, you know, they they have been to to Costco. I take that one back. Okay, so they're all doing kind of their own thing. I get like nearly to the front of the line and the woman informs me that the line I just waited in for 25 minutes is a checkout, is a self-checkout, 10 items or less. My he- cart is like heaping. And I'm like, oh, okay. well, that message didn't make it all the way to the back of the store. So I was I was not happy. And in that moment, this kind, kind woman in the line next to me with two packages of diapers, she's like, how about we switch spots and I'll go in that line and you come in mine. I was like, great. I was like, thank you. I have no idea what the people around us think, but thank you so much for like saving my entire day, because at that point I was just going to rage. We check out. Okay, we get home. All to say, like, I have no interest in ever going into a retail store again, ever, ever. Like, Amazon, I, bring on the packages. I, I I, have no interest. I know you have thoughts on this. You are an Amazonaholic too, but probably not to the extent of me. I don't know. I will never, never Target again. Okay. Oh, that is harsh. Okay. Target. Okay. So for all of you that don't know, our Target left us about two and a half years ago. It was in the winter, I think of 2020, just all bad things in 2020. Um, 
so our Target went out of business or decided to close in our town. So literally, we have no reason to leave our house now. And it sounds like we're not even allowed in public because you're talking about people that you see in public that you're like, oh, my gosh, this is what people wear. And I mean, we we don't know. Because I know for you, you get your groceries delivered. Like you don't even go to the grocery store to see people. So, yeah, we're kind of sheltered in the sense that we have no reason to leave our house. I literally just bought an Amazon today toothpaste and I've bought peanut butter because of this whole peanut butter shortage that happened four months ago. I still can't find the peanut butter that we like. So I had to buy that. I mean, it's just I'm buying regular toiletries on Amazon because every time I go to the store, they're out of it. So I bought like six deodorants for Kurt because it's the flavor that he likes and they're always gone. So um, I think I need to be in the mental headspace to do a trip like you just did that I, I, I couldn't go into that lightly. Um, I get that it was a rainy day, so that was a good choice because the other choice would be staying inside, right? At home, but I don't know. I might have enjoyed that better. I don't know. That that's just you just have to know that you're gonna be there forever. But is it always like that? Or was it because we chose like move in weekend? You and I did that target once and it wasn't like that. I think it was just the trifecta of like boom, 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 and each stop got freaking nutser. Nutser or nuts. Uh, so uh I don't know. Okay, here Chick-fil-A is always busy. From my experience, there's always a long line. I've done the drive through Again, I don't go often because we don't have one here. But anytime that I am out of town, I don't know why we have to go there, but it's just, I don't know. It's not, I mean, it's good, but I don't know if it's that good, but I kind of like Culver's better. Really? I mean, maybe it's because we don't get it that often that I enjoy a different taste, but... I'm glad that you went somewhere that you don't have locally. So do you, you know about the special sauce and that you have to order it then? I, I, okay. I know they have that because they have that at the store. You can buy a Chick-fil-A sauce at the store, but I get the green goddess salad, which is kind of a fancy cob, I think, because it has avocado and the chicken and all that good stuff and some corn or I don't know, but it comes with like a green avocado ranch situation, which is really good. You're making me hungry and it is dinner time. Uh, well, you slayed your first podcast debut. I guess you'll get one. Your podcast debut, not your first, just your podcast debut. So thank you for for stepping in. Uh, we, Gina and I, we wrap up every episode with a mom win or a dad win that Mark could not produce. But uh, do, you have a, do you have a mom win for us? This sounds kind of lame. This is total mom win, but it's hot lunches coming back. I have had to make cold lunch every single day for two kids all summer long. And I think they are looking forward to hot lunch just as much as I am. And although we have to pay for it this year because, you know, the federal thing is all done. I'm not super sad about it. Just I, they need variety. And I, don't, I think they're going to get exposed to more variety at school. And it gives me one less thing to do in the morning. Definitely. Okay. My mom win, ironically, is from Costco. And it is a refrigerated bar that is called Field and Farmer. That 
I mean, that's that's it's you can keep it out of refrigeration for up to three days. A couple of the flavors we got carrot cake, peanut butter cookie. I'm sorry, peanut butter and jelly and the apple cinnamon. So it came in a a flavor pack. The peanut butter and jelly so far is my favorite, but they were quite good. Um, Good, just balance in terms of carbs, protein, fat, I would say. So a little bit more staying power than just like a carby breakfast um, without any protein or fat. But yeah, those were available at Costco. Again, they were called, oh, I lost again, Field and Farmer. Sorry, Field and Farmer. I think it is. Um, But yeah, so look for those in the refrigerated section. Cool. Well, coming up on September 11th, we will dishing, uh, we will be dishing Gita and I about a dietitian. Is a dietitian a dietitian? Until then, keep with, in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram, and check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets, outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. Until next time, be well and talk to you soon. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.